Yes, hi, hey, hello, g'day, and welcome to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. It has been a red-hot minute, but we are back this week to catch up on all the latest Central Coast Mariners news. We look ahead to finals football, baby. We look ahead to Asia as well. And of course, we answer your questions. I'm Pete, and I'm joined by Luke and Morrow. Lads, we're back! Oh my god. Wow. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening, <laughs> it's happening GIF. <laughs> so good to be back in the ring with you guys. Oh, my gosh. What have we been doing? It is, actually. Know. There was a bit of recognition problem, but um, I figured out who you are again, and it's, yeah. it's all good. We worked it out. Yeah. I turned 30 next week. It's been that long. What? Oof. I Crazy. swear last time we potted you were like 27. I know. You were so old. It feels like it's been... It's been 84 years. <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> gif. Shout out to Isabella for uh, that gif comment on the socials. Um, speaking of shout out, shout out to Fred this week. As we always do, we will kick off with Fred's question. Fred this week asks, with the rumours of Cummings leaving to go to India, do you think that the club will do more to keep him or is the money just too good? Money's too good. Yes, it would appear that way, wouldn't it? Mm. I'm sure we've tried to keep him, tried to do whatever we can, because um, as it's worked out, he's uh, obviously been a quite important part of the team and how well we've done this year. But unfortunately, cannot. Whilst we have more money than what we did once upon a time, <laughs> still can't compete with uh, the rumours of what he will apparently be earning. And yeah. I mean, for, for us to go above probably what he is on now here starts mm. to put it into marquee territory, I would assume. Mm. Um, and we just we just can't do it. Mm. Can't do and it. now's not the time for me. Um, we probably said it a fair bit a long time ago when we last potted, but um, we have other options and we need to make sure that we sort of protect that future and we've got it well protected. So if he's got an opportunity, I don't know if there's anything financial in it for us, but... Um, we got to let our players um, have their heads, so to speak. And, um, I mean, look at the options that we have when he's gone. I mean, <laughs> I want him to stay, but, um, you know, we'll talk a bit more about those other options, I imagine, in, when we get to um, the game. Mm. Um, but there's a lot there now. So, Because mm. is, is he – what's he contracted to in the next season? Is he, is, yeah, he's still got a contract to in the next season, so we will get we a fair. We will fee. get a fair, yeah. 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 So hopefully what we've managed to negotiate, assuming it is all going to happen, will mm. be – good mm. and will be enough for us to be able to invest that where we need because I agree we've got plenty of other options but I think we, we still want that classic number nine style sort of a player which yeah, I, I don't striker. think yeah. Tulio is I don't think Maresh is no um, from what I've seen from Theoris so far don't think he is either no, so I we, mean you got Wenzel Halls we do yeah who just can't seem to get on the pitch or stay uninjured or... Frustrating. <laughs> yeah, frustrating time annoying. for him, of I, course. I, I keep forgetting he's here. Because wasn't it first day he was here he got injured? Just about? Yeah, first or second training session that he had, yeah, went over on his ankle and um, just keeps sort of recurring. Mm. So that's obviously unfortunate because I think there's definitely a good player there as well. Mm. Um, but, you know, I've got I've got the confidence and the faith, I think, now in Monty and Serge and the scouting network that we've apparently got, um, given our recent success with visas, that, you know... That there's another good number nine leading the line potential player out there. And there's no reason why it has to be a visa, but I can't really – there's no one that really sort of jumps out to me that's Australian that um, fits that mould. 
here's a question for you. Would you take Aloe back? Mm, oh, that's a tough one. Yes, but I still I still don't think he fits that mould. You don't think he fits the mould of an out-and-out striker? Non-visa player? Maybe he does, but I, similar to his brother, and this was the whole issue I had, <laughs> <laughs> I still think they went too early. I still think they went too early. Oh, no, no, no doubt that he went too early, but he'd come back here and do a job. Yeah, yeah. My, my, con- my, my concern would be it's not proven. Opens, like a Cummings. Opens text. Hello, <laughs> will you come back, please? SOS. <laughs> yes is the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, he's probably an out and out nine, but yeah, I'd, I'd, that would get, it would concern me. I mean, he's half proven at this level. You know, you, you think about the, the first half of that senior season, season that he mm. had with us where he was scoring fun and he looked good. Yeah. You know, after he signed with um, Stuttgart, things maybe changed a little bit. Maybe he was snatching at his chances a little bit more. We didn't see the same sort of aloe. But I think if he came back here, regardless of whether it was full-time or on loan, I think that would be a fantastic replacement if mm. this move was to happen. Do you think you would add the same value as what Cummings adds different in terms player. of off the ball? Yeah, different player, isn't he? Sort of because I like what Cummings adds in that sense yeah, he when drops. he sort of comes deep, yep. adds that extra number in midfield, wants to get on the ball, starts to sort of set up plays and, and yeah, I, I I enjoy that and I think that's added a, sort of added a lot to our game this season. I don't think we'd miss it so much if he didn't do it as long as someone else did. Mm. Yeah, because it's a bit about game plan, isn't exa- it? I mean, exactly we're trying right. to bring our wingers into it and that's that's why Cummings coming back as mm. almost a false nine actually is a positive for us. I think Tullio could do it. Yeah, well, he you could, say, you yeah, say, drop oh, deep. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I, second, don't, I, it, I don't know if I want him there, but he could do it. He's a classic second striker and you see yeah. when Cummings drops deep, either Sammy stays high or Tullio stays high and plays that number nine role. So it's all about the rotations mm. in that front third. Yeah. Yeah. Big positives though, the the fact that we've got good enough business going on that, that we will get a fee out of this and uh, the same probably applies to most of those that um, we've heard any kind of rumour about might um, head somewhere else, that there's potential for a fees. Um, this as we approach the possibility of A-League transfer fees. So um, in that space um, and, and including Cummings, then we, we kind of position ourselves well. So. Mm. So, yeah, okay, we don't want to lose players like these. We love watching them. They're fantastic entertainment proposition, no doubt about that, um, both on and off the pitch, one might say. But, uh, but yeah, we're, at least if we are going to lose them, then, then we can uh, have a bit of positive out of it and uh, get, have some funding for the next thing. It is a bit of a weird move for me, though. Like, I get it from a bank account point of view. Yeah, you'd think it's purely financial. Like, what are his chances with the Socceroos? Zilch. Surely, I don't think he'll get picked while he's there at all. Mm. I, I think I think it hurts his uh, chances of yeah playing for Australia Asian Cup next year, mm-hmm. this year, late this year, next year, next year, year. Yeah. January or um, February, I think. Yeah, I think that hurts that massively. Mm. Um, lifestyle wise, I don't think it suits him. I think he suits him perfectly. Him and his girlfriend, mm. I just can't. Imagine. I mean, they they love it here, and I mean, if oh, we yeah. could compete financially with with those sorts of rumoured offers that are coming through, mm. then, you know, he'd stay in a heartbeat. He he'd, he'd sign for five, six, seven years. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll get there and realise very quickly that they hate it. <laughs> I just picture them <laughs> nicely, you know, and we've seen them wandering around the Terrigal Lake or down the strip at the, in Terrigal or, uh, you know, all of those sort of cosmopolitan places. You all romantic, you, yeah, but, hand in but hand. Now, <laughs> now it's going to be let's go to a restaurant, jump in a rickshaw or a <laughs> tuk-tuk. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's a lifestyle that it's going to be. It's going to be an armed security shock. guard or something. Or yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be interesting stuff. And uh, some things in their current lifestyle, they're just not going to exist there. So mm. interesting times. Uh, as far as the quality, he could be a bit of a revelation there. Um, oh, he scored goals for fun over there. Yeah, because uh, level wise, they're they're below the A League by a bit for me. Mm. Um, they do collect, um, you know, former stars in teams over there regularly, and some of those have been fairly effective in the games I've watched of that comp but uh he should be pretty effective i think so mm. so they're right to be chasing him mm. um but i hope he's been to india and had a little bit of experience of what it's really like before he signs mm. yeah and obviously spoke, he, i mean he would have spoken to people who've played over there like uh, adam lafondres and and players like that who've had you know a year or two experience over there uh to get their opinion on it and you know what if he goes over there and makes bank more power to him yeah fair enough you can't you know we don't we don't stand in the way of our players. We're a selling club, and it is who we are. Yeah. What's he twenty seven this year? Yeah, twenty six at the moment. So, um, you know, if the offer's right for us, he's got my blessing. Obviously, I mean, Agreed. he doesn't need it, but yeah, agree. <laughs> yep, yep. You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble podcast. Look at this! Look at this! Look at it! Look at look at look at look at look at look at. Look at. We're going to look back at our last couple of games. I know that we have missed about 84 and a half games <laughs> since our last podcast, um, but um, we just can't be here for the next 72 hours to recap them all, unfortunately, much as we'd love to. The real uh, rambling that would be. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Imagine um, going for the Guinness World Record podcast link. <laughs> James, cast your mind back to a couple of weeks ago as we travelled up to Newcastle uh, for the Decider of the Concrete Trophy, uh, the F3 Derby Trophy. This one finished in favour of the good guys. Your Mariners 3, Newcastle 1. We are the champions. The highway is ours. <laughs> <laughs> the F3 is ours, baby. Oh, yes. We got the chockies and the concrete. Um, I, was, I, don't want, I wasn't nervous coming into this one, but when Soterio scored in the ninth minute... Ugh. <laughs> and I mean, it was. He just won't stop against us. Every fucking. Doesn't matter time. where he's playing, Who what is, club yep, he's at. Yep. Straight in the back of the net against us. Yeah. It's almost a guarantee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it didn't age well for. Uh, oh, who was it taking the corner? Piscopo. Piscopo. <laughs> and also Nickel Tudze <laughs> after it went in. They absolutely gave it large. And as they should have, because we were giving it large. I would have, yep. If you give it, you got to expect it back. Yep. So fair play to them. But yep. you got to win at least if you're going to give it back that back a little bit early if you're going to give it that large don't give up at half time okay like that was incredible oh they absolutely fed us as well and I was burning absolutely burning watching Piscopo giving it to us I was like fucking you of all people yeah Uh, it didn't matter it didn't last long Sammy Silvera absolutely rinsing uh, Thomas Aquilina the fancy sounding water uh, sending him for a bath (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Yeah, I was happy too. for Semi in this game, but because I'd I'd been uh, not on the podcast because he obviously didn't do one. But uh, <laughs> last couple of months, yeah, Semi's been a bit more cold than hot mm. uh, for me. Sort of started the season red hot, and then um, yeah, sort of after Christmas, kind of just uh, became a bit anonymous. I think just was maybe trying a bit too hard. I, I just. He needed, actually needed um, to get back to doing the simple things. He actually had a couple of um, just not not injuries, but a couple of little issues with his body. Yeah, um, that he's managed to tweak over the last two months or so. And you've noticed it in the last three or four. Games. Absolutely just firing. Seems seems to be back to how he started the season. Yeah, um, and I mean that first goal just 
Aquilina, come, come just on. Just the explosive pace. We yeah. have a nightmares about that for a long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, still doing twirls. The, um, <laughs> <laughs> still trying to catch him. <laughs> just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. <laughs> yeah. and, and what a time! What a time to do it um, because you know it's, it doesn't seem like that long ago we were looking over the fence at him wearing the opposite shirt and thinking <laughs> that we wanted to throw something at him. Possibly we were throwing something at him, mm. um, and uh, the, the reality was that he was pretty much invisible. Mm. But what was he delivering for them? Mm, nothing. Yeah, not yeah. much. And, you know, and it uh, seems pretty evident from things we've heard, I guess, that he wasn't happy up there. Mm. And it's incredible what a change of environment can do to a player, especially someone like a Storm Rue as well, who I think's, I mean, I will eat all of the humble pie on that one. Yeah. It's arguably one of the best right backs in the league this season. Um, simply from a change of environment, mix things up a bit, you know, sort of come back to somewhere that's more familiar that you're more comfortable in, and that's exactly what's happened with him, I think, with uh, Silvera. He, mm. He's – and then, yeah, he's just looked in the last sort of three or four games has been a very much an X factor. Mm. And then in that game especially, we know he wanted to give it back to the Jets, and he did when he scored that goal, which was good. <laughs> oh, did, didn't he say to you in uh, preseason? Yes. Yes, yep. he was going to celebrate gonna in front of He was going to give it to him yep. um, <laughs> if he scored in front of them. Held up his end of the bargain. <laughs> Did see a couple of salty Jets fans on Twitter as well making comments about that. Yes. Yeah. Which I don't know why. I mean, that's the derby. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, Give exactly. it up. Give it up, gooses. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> Give it up, gooses. <laughs> gooses. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Branco. Um, yeah, Silvera double as well in the fifty-eighth. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and he just like put him. It. He just put him to the sword. They had nothing for him, and yeah. uh, fair play to him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they they definitely collapsed. Yeah. That was a nice little uh, sum up of their season, I think. Um, I think, like you said, Pat, I, I wasn't all on form, looking at the table, all that sort of stuff. Um, we should have done it easy, which we probably did in the end. Mm. But we know that in the, when they're in this kind of a position, it doesn't matter because it's a derby. We know what happens. Yeah, I mean, in years gone by, we've sort of had that propensity to get – Dragged down to their level at times, yeah. I think. Yeah. And um, we didn't in this one, and that was pleasing, of course. Um, Sammy's second goal was that was red hot. The yeah. shift onto the right foot. Yep. Again, that explosive pace. And Tulio. What a what a player. Mm. What a player that Tulio's <laughs> turned out to be. <laughs> and and at the start, then there was, you know, a bit of talk about the slow start that he had, and he, and he did. Um, but, you know, he did some good things back then as well. Oh, yeah. It's been a sort of a slow rise, but um, it's not showing any signs of stopping that rise at the moment. It's and, so good. And, and his work uh, off the ball too is fucking incredible. Yeah. Like the amount of work he puts in off the ball to, you know, to execute a game plan around that, you know, that sort of high press, he works his ass off. Yeah. And then some of the stuff he does on the ball is just incredible it's, it's the thing it's, that, it's a huge signing it's the thing that monty seems to have done he's got those guys really bought into um what how we want to go about the game mm. they're mm. not they're not you know flinching at the, at the task they're doing exactly what they're being asked to do that includes sammy as well mm. um, benny um players out there they mentioned in the commentary that there's a level of unselfishness in the team there at the moment mm. that is is a bit gobsmacking even with um uh, the Cummings first time pass, we'll get to that, but um, that is so unselfish for a nine to do that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, great vision and, and great unselfishness and that's happening across the team. Um, Sammy, the same thing. You watch him now and he's become a defender as well and uh, His that, work rate's that's been yeah. a difficult thing for him to get into his game, I think. So, um, 
Monty is changing players and, and some of them are still on the up. Like Storm, you say that he's improved. He, and I probably said the last time we potted it 84 years ago that, <laughs> that he was, you know, now a serviceable and workmanlike right back. He's actually in the, surely in the top sort of 20% of right backs at the moment. Well, I was trying um, to think the other day, like, like you know, probably, probably Talbot from City who's mm-hmm. been, I think he's been pretty consistent all season yep. after he's... Uh, move there from Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire was good at Wanderers. Claire was good. Simmons has come in and done a Simmons has done pretty well. good job mm. for another young sort of uh, pretty inexperienced player. Um, but you know, I, nobody else really springs to mind. Like I saw, no. a f- I saw a few people say Lopez from Adelaide. I'm like, yeah, Not really? I don't, I don't, don't think Nothing so. Nothing much. Has he had storms? Had an impact at both ends. Really, for me, he's got a few assists, yep. and and I think he's been really good. In sort of an attacking sense as well, linking up some of that uh, play between like him and Tulio and like him and Benny when they swap, and I think he's been really, really good. I, there's no one else really that stands out too much to me in the league that's been as consistent as him all season. Mm. Yeah. So. And I feel like he's still improving. Like in this mm. last game, I thought that was one of his best games of the season. He was he was excellent in this game. Craig Goodman had he's had his cranky pants on because <laughs> because Storm he couldn't, gave he got nothing. Nothing. He couldn't nothing. get anything down that side. No, uh, yeah. no, and uh, so yeah, he's yeah. Monty is turning you know serviceable serviceable players into um, super players, and uh, yeah, fair play. I think yeah. that goes across the board as well for everyone that's sort of still on the up and up, still improving, and they just it seems like we're finally getting it right. They're finally peaking at the right time. Mm. Whereas yeah. in years gone by, you know, we've had that sort of end of season slump. Yeah. And we and it was like, oh, here it comes because we went on that six or seven <laughs> game sort of skid where it was like lost, lost, maybe get a draw. I think we might have got a win in there somewhere, lost, yeah. lost or whatever. But in the last sort of, yeah, three or four weeks, it's it's you can see the forms turn back around massively. Mm. And we've we've not limped into the finals like I thought we were going to. We've... Oh, not with a whimper, it's a bang. Yeah. yeah. It stormed him. Very nice. Yeah. Very good. I, I didn't mean that. That's, that's good. <laughs> Claim that's it. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, it's felt like that little bit of a, you know, lull, I'm going to call it, was almost a, a positive for us because it yeah. allowed us to, you know, refocus ourselves, get our concentration in order. And um, we've, we've been looking absolutely ruthless in the last couple of, a few games. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we made it really tough for City recently at home. Um, really put it to them. Okay, we didn't get the result, but we we um, really put it to them. And and since then, wow, we're just a great looking team at the right moment. So, and um, at, yeah, back on Storm. Can you pass the humble pie over here? <laughs> mm, I'm gonna have to share it with a few. I'll take a slice of that as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, and I, I mean, just on the Newcastle game, but that 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 the way that last sort of half an hour played out was just fantastic. Just red card. Red card for red Brown card to Jenkinson, who I can't stand. Jenkinson, Jenkinson as well, yeah. Absolute wanker. <laughs> I mean, could he have made it any more obvious dip. as well? What are you doing? <laughs> you're down 3-1, <laughs> just let him go. And if he puts it in, he puts it in. If he doesn't, then you're on the pitch. You get to play the next anyway. week. Like, yeah, yeah. You think about just the level stupid. of experience the guy has. Oh, that just, just shows dumb. the mentality up there at the moment, exactly. doesn't it? Exactly. There's something wrong. The best part was in the first half – Jenkinson and Matty Yerman trying to get in the head of bloody Triantis in the corner. <laughs> and Triantis was just not having it and we just gave it straight back to them. Yep. And then Jenkinson tried to give him the crazy eyes and just wasn't working. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine that. Nectar's what, six foot ten? <laughs> <laughs> He's Good 19 enough. and already done more than you have in your whole career. Okay? So just <laughs> relax. Well, and the trajectories are opposite. By the Complete opposite. <laughs> one on the way down and one on the way up. If he's, if he's there next season, I will be very shocked, uh, Jenkinson. But, and Yerman, if half the team's there next season, even the coach, they're, yeah. they're, they're a completely different
complete shambles at the moment. Yeah. yeah. No owner, completely rudderless. Rumours are they're going to lose Angus Durgate to Western United for mm. 350 grand a season or something. There's no way Newcastle can bloody pay him that. No. And that's a completely sideways move for Angus, but who, to be fair to him, I think he's a very good player. He's, tap, yeah. he's only 23. He's the oldest-looking 23-year-old <laughs> in history. But <laughs> he's a very good player and in a good team, he would do a good job. Mm. But even in our game, last half an hour, like pretty much all of the second half, mm. just completely anonymous. Mm. Just they just totally fell apart, and we we were just way too good. Yeah. And losing their rag, Mick or Tadzay was carrying on like a pork chop, and oh, just, yeah. just generally they were you know yeah, he's gone. Yeah. they were mad, not you know in it. Um, mm. And and we love that in a derby, especially when we get that result. Mm. You know? so. mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely got it over him at the moment, which is good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Traveling sport was sensational as well. Was a good night. Unreal. Absolutely took it over. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Very loud. I wasn't Very there, loud. but unreal. Watching yeah. it on TV. Oh, watching it back on the broadcast. All you could hear. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the number of their fans? <laughs> Seven. Minimal. Exactly. <laughs> and that, and that, at half time, I think that, that probably halved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it just got worse after that. I feel like it's, I, I, this may be a big call, but I feel like it's probably fair to say it's probably the most we've taken up there since the two legged final. Yeah. Maybe. I'd have to go as far as to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. the loudest I can remember is up there as well. Yeah. So, yeah. no shout out to everyone that was up there. Absolutely brilliant. Except for the bloke who gave me a hard time recently on Twitter from up there who uh, actually I may have owned him. I did see him in the crowd there. He seemed to have disappeared once we were successful. So, shout out to him. <laughs> he knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> Moz throwing shade. <laughs> he tried to give it to me. <laughs> Our final game of the season, we travelled down to Cooper's Stadium in Adelaide for the battle for second spot. Uh, this was a bit uh, squeaky bum time, I guess you could say. Uh, three teams in the mix for that second position and the coveted spot uh, in Asia. This one finished. Adelaide won. Your Mariners, four. Our best performance since when? <sighs> Yes. I was going to say since Wanderers away, but I think this was even more of a complete performance, only lacking the clean sheet. Yeah, considering what was at stake mm. going into that game, um, yeah, massive, massive. I, I, I thought bigger banana skin or peel, <laughs> whichever one you want to, want to say. Um, Adelaide's obviously been very good this season. They're very good at home. If they got a goal early, it probably would have been not over but once their home crowd is behind them it's it's hard um but we we just just took it straight to them mm. completely owned them from just about from start to finish mm. Mm. huge yeah and, and it did have everything except as you say a clean sheet i'd also have um, been pretty keen on a tulio hat trick but um which nice. was within an inch or so of yeah. happening but there were so many positives out of it um, and uh, so many exciting, you know, parts to it. Um, that, uh, like my excitement was kind of fever pitch by the time the kickoff happened um, <laughs> because it was always going to be a fantastic encounter. Um, our last visit there was less so fun. You blokes were there and so was I. It wasn't that mm. much fun. Yep. It was okay but it wasn't that much fun. Felt like we got robbed um, a little by the officials maybe. Um, but not this time and it felt like a little bit of revenge could be there but the risk was that they are a great side, I rate them, mm. um, except just over the last few weeks. I still think uh, Craig Goodwin is either the best or one of the best uh, players in the comp. Mm. So, you know, it's a, it's a big risk. It's a, it's a 
big difficulty. They're a tough team, especially there. So so to go and do that in the way we did it and to take out of it some of the positives that we did, I mean, just, just to drag one out quickly, Steely scoring his first goal, fantastic. <laughs> it couldn't happen to a nicer young kid who's, yep. you know, worked hard, really not been the subject of all that much focus at just hard work, been, you know, in the team over long periods without being – um, uh, always in the team as copped being back on the bench has come on and done the job. And he did a job at a point in time when Monty, I think, sort of wasn't sure how the midfield makeup looked, whether mm. it was going to be Niz and Ballad or Niz and Steel, or there was obviously a period there when Niz was injured, a little bit out of form, it was Steel and Max. Yep. So Steel is 100% done a job when he's been called upon and then exactly like in this game, mm. come yeah. on and did a job again. Yeah, just absolute reliability. And also, he's still 19, isn't he? Yeah. 19, just about to turn 20 maybe? Uh, or has he already turned 20? I think he's 20. I'll get back to you. He's young that. either way. Yeah. I was so like another really good young, obviously local, come through the academy. It's another good story, which there's many of um, in this squad. But, yeah, super happy for Steele. You could go right through the list of our team at the moment and probably have some positive things to say about every single one of them. But uh, he has worked hard without much, you know, um, kudos for that. So mm. great to see him get that goal and uh, put that monkey behind him and and uh, enjoy it like that. And you could see how much it meant to the team. Even the commentary were talking about how Vukas ran from the other Everyone's end of the field to celebrate it with him. so, so good. And, and it was, play. I love the celebration because he didn't know what to do. No. <laughs> he wasn't sure, was <laughs> No <he>? experience. <laughs> Sash and I were at Drifters watching it just laughing going, oh, bless. <laughs> <laughs> so good though. Oh, silly. That was brilliant. Um, let's work backwards, I guess then. Um, Tulio's second goal in the 57th minute. Oh. <laughs> I mean, take your pick of the two, right? Joe Gauchy's still shaking his head. <laughs> take your pick. Take your pick of the two. I mean, what a, what a hit. Like. Like, again, though, Silvera does the job as well out wide, has it, plays it at the right time, drags in the two defenders. Yep. To be fair, it's pretty poor defending from Adelaide, right? They gave probably Tulio 44 years to get off the <laughs> shot, but you still got to hit it. you still got to hit it and get it in the right spot, and Gouch is a good bloody goalkeeper. It's um, one of my favourite bits of commentary, actually, that I've ever heard. Social distancing's over. Why are they giving Tulio oh, so much yeah. space? Yeah, that <laughs> was good. That was good. Brilliant <laughs> shout-out to Tayo. That was fantastic. That was good. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, what? What a player. What a player Tulio is. Yep. He's so good. So good. So underrated again, though, looking, you know, sort of throughout the league. Just look at some of his little buddy, sort of just those little subtle touches that he does yeah. in the build-up. You know, sometimes he tries things and you go, just do do the simple thing. But mm. he's presenting. Come on. <laughs> Someone's got to like, be that guy. He did give me the flair. Over. Give me the flair any day of the week. 100%. You, yeah. look, you look back to the Western United away game on Good Friday – that 45-yard crossfield diagonal that he played, mm. no look, to set up uh, the first goal, I think. Yes. Yeah. 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 From a rep, was Just it a rep? No. Unbelievable. No, Cummings. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, and this yeah. is what he started to get really consistent with now. He's making these touches that are just, you know, exploding players around him. Yeah. There was a step over pass he made in this game that had the, you know, commentary going, oh, that's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Even and, just but like the bloody finish for the first goal. Oh, yeah. dink. <laughs> so like so simplistic, you know, a lot of times you'd see a striker just try and smack it and just yeah. try and get past the goalkeeper with speed or pace or whatever. But just nice and calm, nice and composed, gets the first touch right, gets it in front of him, dink, just 
Calm as you like. Hey, Jody, you like. want some sauce for this chip? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy quality. Easy to stuff it up from there. You know? yeah. It just it's, it sort of feels like he's he's two or three paces ahead of the game now. Mm. And really, early in this season, he would, like he he's missed a few sitters. Oh yeah, yeah. he's missed a and few sitters. Been I've, been, I've been I've been critical of him for some of the ones that he's missed. Yeah, yeah. remember yeah. Sydney? We we're all peeved. You know, had a couple of good mm. opportunities there and blew at least one, and we didn't get our result, and that. Peeved us, and even the Western yeah. United game, we won three nil. There was two or three that he probably should have scored, but he was not making any mistakes in this one. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I actually think he's probably picked up a bit of the slack from, uh, you know, from Cummings as well in the last sort of couple of weeks. I think mm. I don't know if it's a whole India rumor or what's sort of happening, but I, I think Newcastle game and even on the weekend, Cummings played well. Obviously, got that assist for the first goal, but he's just looked like he's had the grumps on a little bit. I don't know, just looks a bit... Just makes the wrong choice just with looks the a final bit, ball occasionally. He yeah. was snatching at his, at his chances in Newcastle. I think looks maybe a bit he was frustrated. too hard. Yeah, he I was think frustrated in Newcastle. We were 2-1 yeah. or 3-1 up still in Newcastle and there was one point where someone didn't play a pass and he was kind of blowing up and I don't know, but he just looks a bit off mm. attitude-wise to me at the moment. And like I said before, that work from, uh, from Tulio off the ball... I think he's even, you know, potentially picked up a bit of that slack from Cummings as well where maybe Cummings isn't working as hard mm. as what he has sort of earlier in the season. He, he looks super fit, super composed, just mm. like like he belongs out there. Mm. Yeah. Love it. What Cumming, a signing. Cummings did have a good shot in this game, but I felt a little bit I feel a little bit like what he's been doing is trying to It was an angry shot though to me. It was. He's trying <laughs> it was a bit like too a, hard. Yeah. He's like, I've got to get something. He was here. definitely trying too hard in Newcastle, yeah. 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 And even the commentators are talking about, you know, Cummings is going to be wanting he was chasing Jamie McLaren, all that sort of stuff that was going on maybe that's a few it. games. Yeah, ago. well maybe that maybe I actually that's thought that because yeah. in the Newcastle game they were he was what one behind him, I think. Yeah, something like that. Going into that weekend or whatever it was. Yeah, McLaren got a hat trick and yeah, then it was over. He was so. also really desperate to um, to beat McBreen's record as well, mm. like super desperate to beat that. So. Yeah. So there's a couple of things there I think have maybe put him off a little bit. But like I said, s- still playing pretty well. Mm. But I think a player like Tulio, he's definitely coming to pick up a bit of that slack and, you know, the two goals in Adelaide, you know, the work off the ball, you know, like his other lead-up play, love it. I detected that there was a bit of salt in that he can have it comment after the game in the post-match interview. <laughs> yeah, McBrady can have it. <laughs> yeah, Mo- Monty referenced it in uh, in his speech at the Mariners medal this year as well, just saying, you know, I signed you for one reason, to beat McBrain's record. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, oh, well. What about my boy Benny? I was about to say. What about your boy Benny? Do you reckon this one's a goal of the game? Benny Encololo, 41st minutes, no back lift. Ball's basically behind him when he hits it. Tell you what, buddy, goal of the game's hard to pick for us. That game, isn't it? That's tough. Well, it's probably not Harry's, to be fair to him, as good as that was. (laughs) Sorry, Harry. Probably not Harry's. Um, Yeah, it's tough. That's really tough. It was good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it was for all those people that give him shit. Cop that. <laughs> That's all I'll say. I never doubted you. <laughs> never in doubt. <laughs> Luke and I have been at it since the beginning. We've yeah. never ever doubted it. Since him. I but, hugged that uh, man in uh, Mudgy Mujay. at the cup game. Someone never in has doubt. someone has to be the player who walks us up the field. They have to be able to possess the ball. That player, because they hold on to the ball, because they dribble, because they try and keep it away from other players, sometimes they're going to lose it. Sometimes that isn't going to work out. But if it does work out, and it does work out for Benny as far as I'm concerned more than it doesn't, then what happens is while he's 
you know, running defenders around in a little circle with his weird-looking gangly moves, then, then the our players... giraffe. Exactly. Yeah. Then yeah. our players are moving up the pitch and putting themselves in good shape yeah. so that we can actually capitalise on on what to do next. I and, love the way he plays. I and then it. seemingly at the right moments he just goes bang and sends it when we need it and away we go. And goals like that, like no one knew he was shooting there. That's mm. ridiculous. The goalkeeper had no idea he was going to shoot. The defender had no idea. We had no idea. And all of a sudden there's a shot going in the goal. It was like, where did that come from? It was supposed to be a pass. Mm. I think the only person who knew there was a shot coming was Benny. And it was an odd-looking shot. But when you thread the needle <laughs> like that. He knew wow. what he was doing. Exactly. Like, <laughs> he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And it's not the first time he's done that either. No, yeah. Like he, do- he does that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I hope Benny is going to be here for some time yet because he mm. is a super important player for us in this final series and in our future as well, I think. And, and a and top I mean, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Love him. Yeah, awesome. And, I, I mean, to be fair, he, he did start the season probably not great mm. com- in comparison to where he left off from last season. I think 100%. last season he was relatively consistent the entire way. Like, again, it takes these sort of visa players a while to sort of get up to speed, but by about three or four games in, he was pretty good for the whole season, pretty level. Midway through last season, yeah. yeah. I'll I'll give you that, Joe. But, yes, start of this season just wasn't quite at the races. Yeah. But has, yeah, clearly come good at the right time. Big time. And we know there was interest in the last off-season, as in from a transfer point of view, overseas, who knows where. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's signed till the end of this season or next season. I think it's next season off the top of my head. Um, so hopefully if there is interest there around again that we can do a good bit of business and get that right. Well, yeah, you it think, is next season, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking that too because that's the kind of thing we've been doing is protecting mm. our, ourselves with that situation and we're getting a fair bit of admiration about it actually because, you know, unlike some of the other clubs who are signing uh, former uh, stars of, you know, crappy English clubs, then then <laughs> we're signing uh, who are in there. Which late, clubs in particular? Uh, <laughs> possibly they wear red and white and play in Manchester. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but they come to Wanderers and these kind of places, whereas what, what Monty's bringing here is these sort of mid-20s, Experienced players. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Luck. They're not they're not old and over the hill. No, they're still they're got, up and coming. And they're not only we're not only bringing them here and uh, capitalising on the quality that they bring here and the, and the you know still fresh, still at the peak of their career that they bring here. But we're also capitalising in the business stakes by making sure we sign them in ways that we're going to get some business benefit mm. out of it in the end. So yeah. So you got to admire the way that we are recruiting at the moment, and and that's why you're saying what you were saying before that we we feel comfortable that you know if we do lose. Uh, the Camdingo, then we're going to Monty is going to find us somebody else um, yeah. just out of the same sort of who knows where's that we've been getting, you know. Even someone like a Benny, you know, like I hope we don't, but if we do lose him, then we've got Maresh waiting in the wings mm. who he come on, the assist he got for Steely's goal. Mm. I don't know what he did in the corner. But he completely lost the defender. Yeah, <laughs> it, was just, it was just some, someone like that. It was yeah. just some. It looked relatively simple, but whoever, like whoever the defender was, had no clue what was happening. It was just some little bloody like shimmy of the body, or but the way he set that goal up was brilliant. And we've got him there waiting in the wings, essentially. Obviously, he did his ACL. He's still probably slowly starting to come back, but you know, he sort of made made a few good appearances off the bench and sort of looked pretty good. And you know, if we lose. Ankalolo, then he slots in, and then we get somebody else in. Mm. So, like, well, you bring someone through the academy. You've got the your Kazevskis, yeah. you've got your Bayless. Your Baylesses, yeah. yeah. 
Which yep. is a good uh, little segue, actually, because you know, Monty has been, you know, blooding, blooding if that's a the few right of term, these. Yep. Uh, for a number of players. Uh, and you see him a little bit benefiting from that um, uh, in watching our youth play in the double headers. Then mm. you could see how the impact that it had seemingly had to me on Son Mola having an opportunity in the first team, he just looked more confident than the last time I'd watched him at Plume Park. Mm. Um, and that's what happens if you give these kids a shot and mm. you back them, then, then yeah, sure, it's a risk. Um, but I'd have to say I think we're probably the only club or maybe Adelaide um, are with us who are getting it right on how to um, make a team work in the A-League. You can't do it by buying ageing stars um, you've got to do it by trusting your youth. You've got to do it by taking a risk and uh, it's probably the only thing that uh, Carl Vietz mob are close to us on that, that they're doing it a bit. Mm. Um, and City as well, even though it's bloody CFG and they've got all the money and blah, blah, blah. To their credit, they signed Talbot from Sydney. Mm. They played Geordie Boss for the entire season. Yep. Marco Tilio's getting a fair bit of game time and having some impact. It's not like they haven't played youth. They've got a good mix. Mm which is what I think we have as well. Yeah, you forget and we've that. Gone one and two. Like, still only 21. He's yeah. super young. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah. to me it's the only way you can – sustainable is the wrong word because I don't know that clubs are ever going to be fully sustainable in the A-League, but but we at least are not going out backwards every year or any mm. more backwards than we were before um, because we're trusting youth and, and uh, we're taking that direction. And it, to me it's it's the only way. Aidan O'Neill's another one as well from Sydney. He is, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, going back to that blooding youngsters that you mentioned there as well, Miguel De Pizio made yep. his debut against Newcastle the other week as well. So yep. he's another one that uh, that can got minutes on Friday, did he? Uh, against Adelaide, I don't recall. But I, I mean, he he's a, he's another one that can come on and 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 fill that that Benny role as well. Yeah, and we we have been doing that all the way along, and it's a clear intention from Monty to you know get him off the bench just to get him out there and get a feel for it and. And um, push them along, push their confidence along, and they'll be the next set. You know, yeah. who's to say that Sun Mole is not the next nine? If you know, I mean, you know, they've, yeah. they've, they've got They're to out they've there. got to improve. They're out there, but um, we've watched Monty improve these players, and mm. is he going to do it some more? Even someone like a so. McGarry, who, who's not someone that's obviously come through our academy, but you look at the the player recruitment and the swap that we did with Aquilina and I think Monty was pretty honest without saying the name that he got a couple wrong, which is a pretty big thing to admit when you're finished, but he's second on the table, have the the youngest average age squad in the league and with how many youngsters that we've started and played for the whole season and he says, yeah, we got a couple wrong. It's mm. like, well, geez, that's a pretty big thing to admit. I think he's clearly talking about Aquilina um, and also Bruce. Bruce. And the other guy, <laughs> I've forgotten his name. <laughs> I blanked on him, the Nigerian guy. Oh, Kalechi yes, and Paul Kalechi. Yongo as well. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. could argue, all right, he got four wrong. But look what he's brought in with McGarry. That, I mean, that's been an awesome signing. And I feel for Faz, who's lost his spot, essentially, but McGarry's been great. But then you look on the weekend again, like against Adelaide, Farrell comes on at halftime for McGarry. I don't know why. I was kind of going, oh, that's a bit of a... I was just, it was about a, the 57th, I think, 56, 57th. I think halftime he come on. Oh, I'm sure it was uh, just after. Adelaide. I thought it was. No, it was time. a little bit later because I did think that too until I okay. watched the replay yeah. for about the fourth. No, that's time. right because I think we got <laughs> we scored another goal and then you brought him on. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Right. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's a bit of a weird sub. Like, is McGarry injured? Is he just resting him? Is Monty shutting up? Because Aaron Kunda came or? on at halftime. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And then 
obviously Farrell's awesome, but my concern is with balls in behind is probably weakness. Obviously, Aaron Kunda's not slow. Um, but, you know, Farrell, if he had have been brought on a year and a half ago with no experience, he'd be like, oh, shit. But you can clearly see how confident he is because he's had so much game time. And didn't he love that running battle with Aaron Kunda as well? Really <laughs> straight. He, we. <laughs> I think everyone loved it, yeah. Like, this shit has Except for Aaron Kunda and anybody associated with Adelaide. I spoke to Faz about it on Sunday night and he had the biggest smile on his face when I asked him about it. He's like, so he should. Fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got to think that the, 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 some of that was an instruction. Yeah. Go uh, out there go out and there cause and a bit a of havoc, mate. Yeah. Like, yep. uh, this is your chance off. to, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think he was, you know, giving him the odd little pinch and here and there sort of thing. And then you just see the first challenge that Aaron Kunda goes into him with, he just drops a shoulder drops, straight into yeah. Faz's chest. Yeah. Sort of thing yeah. I don't know how up. he didn't get sent off. Oh, he Not been. for that, but he probably earned three yellows. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He certainly could have been. To be honest, me, my view, I don't think there was any red cards in this at all. Um, Not and, straight reds. And no second yellows either. That was all just, you know, good gamesmanship. No. <laughs> no, there's nothing much in the Aaron Kunda, you know, attempt to get the ball when Faz is going to tow it away a little bit. Interesting yeah. how um, kicking the ball away, the rules around that have changed because, you know, once upon a time it was different. But now you seem to be able to get away with towing it away about three or four metres, but you can't get away with booting it away. If you boot it away, it's a yellow card up straight up. Mm. But if you do what Faz did, I think for consistency, you can't give a yellow for that. So. Mm. So to me, I wouldn't give a, give a yellow for either of them. I think he probably should have got a second yellow for giving away the free kick on the counter. So it shouldn't have even got to the The one where there action. was a really long period before the referee had a game break and a chance to give it to him? Uh, potentially. We were, yeah. No, I think we were, we were just about Close to go to on the line. counter and then Aaron couldn't have gave away a free kick. Mm. And then like he blew it straight away and it was like, well, nine times out of ten, that's a yellow because we were just about to be on the counter. He was already on a yellow. Yeah. I thought that should have been his buddy's second yellow. So it shouldn't have even got to that stopping yeah, action enough. sort of bit. But I kind of thought that um, the things that uh, Aaron Kunda uh, retaliated for, were there was nothing in him. Like, uh, you know, players come in contact and I reckon at least two of those, he just basically got contact and dropped to the ground. 50-50, mm. shoulder to shoulder, fall to the ground, didn't get the free kick and then retaliated, obviously retaliated. Mm. Danny McBreen was right. There was nothing in the um, actual contact on Faz. Didn't even put Faz on the ground. Mm. But absolutely no intention for the ball and every intention to put the shoulder on Faz, no matter how hard or soft it was. It's a yellow card every time, retaliating. Yeah. So, yeah. so there was a lot of whinging and – but, yeah. Oh, but if you ask Carl Viet, he has to be protected. Oh, no, spare me that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, but as, I, football, as I tweeted, football champ, like, as I tweeted but <laughs> of actually, all people, he should know that. Yeah, but <laughs> he actually, was rough as guts but in his day. Isn't yeah. it Arnie? Like, isn't this Arnie? Isn't this where I'm protecting my player? So yeah. the game ends oh, and, the, yeah. and the narrative is that uh, Eric Kunda has a discipline problem because that's that's the fact to, mm. to my way of thinking. He does. That's yep. the reality. <laughs> so that's going to be the narrative if nothing is said. So he comes out straight away and says needs protection, mm. changes the direction of the narrative mm. and um, it's, yeah. it's so Arnie. Oh, um, word, word around the street is he is, like, has a massive attitude problem. Well, you can see it. Like when He's, when he's these... got all the talent in the world and yes. he'll be a great player, yes. is a great player. Someone's yes. got to pull him aside and say, sort your head out. got to rein it yeah. in. Like I know he's young. He's a kid, right? He's still only 17. Yeah. But someone's got to pull him aside and have a chat and just say, if you want to go anywhere, you've ran it in. 
Like you're Big not going to get any favours if you're bloody having a dummy spit yeah. every time all something doesn't mates, go your way. All his mates know this. Like mm. every time there was an incident on the pitch, they're all getting around him straight away mm. because they mm. know what might happen next. And he was left out of the team early in the season, which has been well known because of disciplinary issues. Whether that was he wasn't turning up to training on time, i got no idea. But it's, so he's, he's had issues already. The mm. Marcelo thing, um, he wasn't the you know central figure in Marcelo getting sent off, but he was the foul that led to the fracker, that led to the Marcelo send-off, mm. et cetera, mm. and he retaliated in that as well. I don't think he got carded at the time for it. But, yeah, there's a little track record that has developed there about him having a disciplinary problem, which is why I think Monty sent, him out, sent Faz out Faz there. Faz out, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, knows it. It. He, know, he knows yeah. it. That's what everyone's going to do, though. Yeah. But now, isn't it like? Yeah, of course, be a shit house, get in his head. Yeah, yeah, like if I'm if I'm Wellington this weekend, as soon as he's, I'm kicking the shit out of him. As soon as he's <laughs> like he's on the pitch, like because you know what he's going to do. Yeah, he's going to bite back. Yeah. 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 One thing I did enjoy was um, the Adelaide fans mm. because they really enjoyed our time wasting, and, uh, <laughs> and and where I enjoyed it the most was that in my experience, one of the one of the most annoying uh, people for that time wasting was Eugene Galekovic when playing for Adelaide yep. because, mate, yep. no one could take a free kick slower and while well, the Yellow Army was booing him from oh, close range, yeah. you know. Oh, so, yeah. so Eugene. <laughs> exactly. How, how dare you act like it was, you know, us, you know, being poor sports, time-wasting uh, in that situation. I love when people complain about bloody time-wasting because as if you don't do it. Exactly. Or as if you don't want your team to do it when you're in that bloody position. I accept it's like, frustrating. Uh, but it's called uh, game management. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like waste all the time in the world, please. Have you seen football before? Yeah. <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> yeah. But as, as good as Adelaide have been for the majority of the season mm. in two games we scored eight goals against them yeah we've got we've got something over them mm. which is obviously good you know good sort juju. of coming into finals because yeah. they because if we'll play either them or wellington won't no, we no or so is it's either it, them or western sydney or sydney it's the highest ranked yeah, out of the finals yeah, winners not, yeah, so it can't be wellington yeah okay gotcha yeah confusing isn't it <laughs> Welcome to the A-League yeah. Where the rules are made up and the points don't matter That's <laughs> right, I spent a bit of time researching this At least three, three or four hours just on that one subject <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast Of course, on the back of that Adelaide game, uh, Caesars finishing second in the Alega, our highest uh, finish since 2012-13, of course, uh, 10 years ago since we won the grand final as well. Did we finish equal second with the Wanderers in 2014? Uh, I think we finished third. Oh, maybe they beat us on goal difference or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I remember yeah. an away final elimination style against them that season. Marco Flores. Um, Marco but Flores. Um, on the back of that second place finish, Asia, baby. Yo. Off we, we go. Bali away. Bring it on. It does seem that's possible. Cambodia, anyone? <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> well, these are all possibilities, of course. In the zone that we're in, um, the ASEAN zone, uh, A-S-E-A-N, uh, for avoidance of doubt, Um Teams from Vietnam, the Philippines, Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, and Myanmar have already qualified um, with potential uh, teams from Cambodia, Laos, Brunei, and East Timor going through the playoffs. Not looking for a um, trip to East Timor, but... Uh... <laughs> we could have went to the Maldives if we were in the next zone, oh, in the uh, south what? zone. Yeah, must be nice to have that kind of money, Luke. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> certainly not me. Not. Still though, <laughs> what, what, about, what, what about like Phnom Penh, you know, flying to uh, yeah. Cambodia, fly, yeah. flying to Saigon, catch a ship up the Mekong River, <laughs> party on. I go to Thailand. AFC I mean, Cup, baby. I've for for the last fifteen years, I've wanted us to make it to Asia and Thailand and away. Thailand away, uh, Buri Ram, uh, because they got their own stadium, their own hotel. It's I don't full, think Thailand are in our zone, though. No, they are. Are they? Yeah. I thought I missed one. Yeah. Excellent. Good news. But yeah. I'm going to assume Burry Run might be in the Champions League, not in the AFC Cup. But uh, Yeah, I would say so. Still. <laughs> it's a possibility. I wouldn't mind um, Singapore away would be cool. Um, Bali away would be sensational. Yeah. I mean, some of these trips that we're going to have to go on, when, when do we get confirmed who we're playing against? It's not for a little bit, is it? So they've got the playoffs um, in July. Uh, so the draw will be after the playoffs, obviously. Because mm. it's a big competition. There's like 40, 48 teams or something. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. And I mean, the the number of teams in the competition can vary. The number of teams, 59 total. Yeah, it can vary depending as to um, – because there's a few teams that are on standby because there's teams that might be in the Champions League depending on their Champions League playoffs. Mm. Um, so it's in a bit of a state of flux at the moment. But, hey, we've qualified. Uh, <laughs> so we're going somewhere. Who won it last year? I'm asking questions that I don't have interest in. <laughs> just want to know. We're such a knowledgeable place in terms of the AFC Cup, aren't we? <laughs> I just want to know. It's been 10 years since we went to well, Asia. I don't even know where Asia is. <laughs> we know where Bali is. Al- We're on Sa- our way. Al-Sib? Al-Sib of Oman. Oh, the One powerhouse of, of Oman. Yeah, yeah. I know those guys. Mm, yeah, mm. big fan. Um, <laughs> so now they qualify for the Champions League this year. If yeah. you win it, right. So the way the way the it runners works. up were Kuala Lumpur City. Oh. Always rated them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, great team. <laughs> Lots of big names. Yeah. <laughs> so there'll be two or three groups in the ASEAN zone. Uh, we'll be in one of those groups, obviously. Um, the top, I think it's top two from each group that go through um, into a zonal playoff against um, the other qualifiers from their own league, um, and then it goes to the interzonal playoffs, and it's. Just gets massive from there. So it runs from what September twentieth, I think, is match day one. Yeah, was it September to December? It finishes September two. I think it's May. Oh, so December's a group stage. Oh, that's just groups, right? Yeah. So three months of group stage. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say that's a quick comp. Yeah, 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 all the way through to May uh, when the when the final is. How deep do you think we can go? You know, against the might of teams from Laos and. No, but do you think there's like another podcast in one of these little Asian countries sitting there talking shit about us? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> if there is, if there, there is, is something the Laos, multiverse thing, like going. the Laos bloody football ramble or something. Yeah, I, think, I, I think their um their qualifiers uh, or their their team from Laos that's coming through is the Mighty Elephants. The off the top yeah. of my head, the Mighty Elephant ramble sitting there. <laughs> They don't say laughing like at the Central team. Coast Mariners. And I was actually, I went down a deep um, Wikipedia rabbit hole the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading up about Laos football and, and you know, the pro rel in Vietnam and everything. And yeah, it's just mental. Why can't we? Look at the players we've got. Why can't we go deep into this tournament? I know. Holidays um, every, I don't know how often, but often. <laughs> <laughs> Once a month it'll be. Crikey. Because we'd have. Um, Calls bank manager. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, obviously having zero knowledge of the standard of any of these leagues, mm. um, you, you would have to think we'd, we would go all right. <laughs> you don't, you'd you'd expect us to progress from the group. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's going to be a lot of what we typically see in Asia when we try and qualify for World Cups. 
when we play smaller sides, it's a lot of sitting back and playing on the counter. And, mm. and if they go up, it's just over. It's <laughs> everyone behind the ball and you fling in corners for 45 minutes and hope for the best. So that's, that's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's hard. And, you know, anyone that thinks it's easy to go in these sorts of competitions and, you know, sort of to go far just by looking at who we're going to play, mm. it's not right. It's not, it's not straightforward. Yeah, it's not played on paper. No, yeah. no. And I, I think like- the, the other side of it as well is, you know, match day one and two and maybe even match day three are before the A-League starts. Mm. So we're going to be coming into it, I guess, cold, um, you know, f- yeah. full-ish pre-season behind us. But, You'd um, hope we'll be gearing up though as well for Australia Cup yeah, as well. Yeah, of course. Um, so there's it'll be it'll be a busy pre-A-League season uh, next this year. A busy, busy first few months as well at least. Yeah. So we'll get things. That'll be how we get things heating up, to be honest. And it'll, the trick will be to for um, Monty to have us um, back where we are at this stage of this season, next season, after having to start so early like that and maintain the momentum for such a long period of time. So it will be interesting. Um, I don't think it'll be very cold in Bali or any of those other places. <laughs> but but um, we've Bing got the- tang singlets everywhere, <laughs> brother. <laughs> we've got we've got the kind of players though that could uh, at least. Um, look at unlocking those kind of defensive arrangements and um, it's a thing that um, I, th- I think Monty has, has said is that um, w- there's no relegation in any of these competitions including the uh, A-League of course so why wouldn't we um, have a responsibility almost to throw the kitchen sink in the attacking stakes and that's what we have been doing in the A-League. Mm. A couple of Brazilians there say we can um, get around those packed boxes Luke. <laughs> mm, I agree. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> I'm keen. I'm just looking forward to um, to Asian midweek football back at, um, at Grand Park. Oof. They were some of the fun times too. They were, yeah. Oh, and, wow. you know, even even when, you know, half the stadium was shut off, I kind of like that. Everyone sort of packed on one side. You know, you'd mm-hmm. have four or 5,000 there and it was it was great nights. Yeah. I'll never forget uh, you know, good friend uh, Eddie Bosner <laughs> winning over the crowd and then next thing we know he's – Wearing a Mariners jersey, playing for, you know, us, playing for us like the next season, yeah. costing me at a Mariners medal dinner. <laughs> we have had a few forgettable moments amongst those. Oh, let's not oh, talk yeah. about the Kawasaki Fast. Frontale game. <laughs> yeah. Someone's or Roy O'Donovan's penalties. So, yeah, few other. What was the five nil? Was was that the Kawasaki five, five one Kawasaki? Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, someone ripping a flare in base sixteen. If what? anyone knows who did that, please come forward. Call crime stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, hopefully no, no more of those sort of hooliganistic scenes no. uh, at Graham Park going forward. But um, no, can't wait. I'm buzzing. Oh, it gives a good opportunity for fans to get engaged sooner and more of it, you know. We'll have the potential for having uh, memberships, tickets, mm. um, that kind of thing to get around it, uh, probably kits. Um, and all that mm. stuff, you know. Kits is yeah. like the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. we we still love some of those kits. Like uh, I'll, I'll never part with my white kit that wrongly names us as having qualified for five Asian champions <laughs> mm. when we lost a qualifier. <laughs> is, it, is, that the one that we, is, is that the one that we wore once? Yeah. That, kit, that kit's red hot. That's one of yeah, my favourite kits ever. Kits. <laughs> and we wore it for one game. Yeah. The worst thing about not yeah. making it to the next bit was we didn't get to wear that again. Yeah, But yeah, it's yeah. uniquely wrong by listing that we qualified uh-huh. on the back yeah. even though we didn't qualify. There are a couple of other really, really good kits that I like from the Champions League era. There was the Stripe kit. Um, one of the OG stripe kits with five one hundred as a sponsor oh, yeah. on the front, yeah, which yeah. was like Love skinny that. stripes. That was the best yeah. stripe kit we've yeah. ever had. Yeah. Um, and there was the original sash kit. 
as well. I like, I like the Sash kids. Oh, I've really? got to be honest. I like the Sash kids. Huge fan. Someone threw that into the mix when uh, Sean asked about. Uh, he did, yeah. Uh, actually, and I liked it. <laughs> I and liked he, that I, a lot. I mean, he, I don't like that he's already shut down the idea of palm trees. <laughs> <laughs> Well, surely we're. I mean, a, instead of a palm tree, make it like a sauce bottle. No, like a dumbbell Both. for Richard. Like any type <laughs> oh, fitness dumbbell yeah, yeah, advertising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have our palm trees on the back, surely. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll yeah. be enough. No, it's got to be. No, it's got to be the main motif. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe. Let's see what we can come up with. I'll admit that I do have a Garcia one of those. So, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. I love you. No homo. Plenty happening, of course, across our uh, academy as well. Having gone up to the NPL this season, bit of a rough start to life uh, back in the top flight. First time back in the top flight for 10 years. Um, Luke Wilkshire, obviously, having moved on after uh, three matches. That was weird. Mm. <laughs> just still is weird. It was very odd. Yeah. Was, there was a lot made of that move and him, you know, coming here and and then it was just over. Yeah, and he's back on TV. Disappointing sort of thing. Oh, I mean, he moved on for a six month contract as well. Mm. Like it wasn't even a full time gig. So yeah, and I think that that was the most obviously frustrating part for both of those of us that are close to the academy is that we removed a very good coach to get him in. Mm. Yeah, it was just yeah, the whole thing was a little bit strange, but. Every cloud has a silver lining. Abbasad has come in and uh, what a guy he is. What a footballer he was, by the way, as well. Um, absolutely top bloke. Fantastic coach by all accounts. The players are really buying into his methodology. Um, and uh, it's seen us go the last four games unbeaten as well. Seems to have rotted the ship somewhat. Yeah, massively, massively. So yeah. there was a couple of, you know, the first couple of games probably didn't get the, the results of the performances that he might have hoped for. Um, but uh, a draw against... High-flying St. George City four weeks ago. Um, a draw against Sydney Olympic, uh, one of the biggest clubs in the league, and then wins back-to-back against Rockdale away and uh, Sydney United at home last weekend. Rockdale win was huge. Massive. That's Three goals in the first win. half. Yeah. Rockdale have been absolutely flying. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Seems, to, seems to be starting to come good. And, you know, we knew it was going to be tough and we knew that, you know, w- by rights, we should comfortably finish around that half, maybe just under, and that seems to be on the trage- trajectory that we're going, given the teams that moved up from our comp. Mm. Wanderers, you know this, Pete, better than me. Mount Druitt. Nope. Uh, no? Wanderers, so Mount Druitt have been in NPL for Did a while. Did Northbridge come up from NPL too? No, they've been there for a while. Northbridge. At least they're last. Bulls, Bulls FC. Northbridge, FC, Bulls, <laughs> Western Academy. Rams. Canberra. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, MacArthur Academy. Um, so it was us, Wanderers, St. George and Spirit FC. Spirit. So St. George have actually been killing it. St. George are going well. Um, edging towards the top four. Uh, Spirit are doing okay. They're three points ahead of us at the moment. Uh, Wanderers have been struggling a little bit, but, um, I think they are equal on points with us now. Yeah. Um, and who else did I say? Us, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, um, so we're in 12th out of 16. So we're, we're making our way up to that sort of halfway point where I think we should comfortably sit. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of a lot of um, sort of learned NPL pundits who have been watching the league for years and years and years tipped us to go straight back down. What? People mm. underrated the Mariners. <laughs> That's fair. I'm shocked. I mean, it's fair in the sense, though, that 
as we've seen the last couple of seasons, there's been a high turnover in the academy because a lot of them are getting opportunities. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas someone like the Sydney FC Academy has been pretty consistent in MPL one because mm. Steve Croker hates anyone not <laughs> under the age of 35. So they've been able to hold on to a lot of their players. And Sydney is strong. Sydney yeah. are very strong. You know, they put four past Arpia at the weekend and Arpia yeah. were top. They were were undefeated as yeah. well. Um, but in saying that, we gave Arpia a decent run for their money at home as well the other mm. week. So um, we are growing into it. Every game there's been a marked improvement in the performance and the results as well now as well. Um, I guess the, the team has stayed somewhat stable from last year aside from the coaching changes mm. um you know you got uh, sash playing right back uh, cam windust and dean larson the mainstays at center back and um zach zoricic who i quite like at left back he's um coming uh, after we released kresner mm. and he's looked good good got a call up to um new zealand under 23s as well so um positive signs there um you know, Maxim Kasalovich is still there. Hongi, Jimmy Bayless, Lockie Bayless. Um, yeah, I've got like the spine. So the still spine's still there. Paddy Beach as well, yeah. who has yeah. been sensational in goal this Goals, year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, the spines there haven't really had those combinations clicking up front. Mm. I feel, um, which is probably telling that you know two of your top goal scorers are defenders, but. Mm. <laughs> Slight concern, yep. Yeah, but it's getting there and it is building very nicely. So uh, away to Manly this weekend who are sort of really struggling. Mm. Um, Hello, someone's like. <laughs> um, so hopefully yeah, if we can get four points from the next two games, uh, we'll be feeling much more confident about our chances this season. How good was it watching them at the stadium? Loved it. Yeah. Absolutely too. loved it. You know what? It, it struck me that this was real football in our stadium. Mm. It did not include any video replays. No VAR. No VAR. <laughs> Love and, it. And uh, as a result, red cards weren't given that I thought were fair. Um, other decisions that um, probably should have gone the other way or appeared so didn't go that way. And you know what? You can celebrate a goal. Yeah. When the ball goes <laughs> in the net, if yeah. the ref says it's a goal, it's a goal. <laughs> yeah. Old-fashioned football, mate. Not Remember only that. that in that, in that cavernous stadium, you can call it that when there's only um, 200 people in the place, then the players can literally hear my abuse. <laughs> Hello, Roy. <laughs> so, there was actually a decent amount that stayed around for that Sydney Olympic game, true. the second game. There was uh, like close to 1,000 there. Mariners v. Mariners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> O'Donovan, Mickey Neal, Fabio Ferreira. Um, who else was there? Kresnar had been Jake there for Kresnar. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> is, is Fitzgerald still there? Nick Fitzgerald, yeah. He yeah. played well, actually. <laughs> he was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. um, and there was one, I think there was six all up, but yeah, no, it was a little reunion party Enjoyed for a few it. of them. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. No, it was fantastic. Hopefully uh, the club does that again next season. <laughs> Of course, Sunday evening just gone, saw the Mariners annual Mariners medal dinner awards night out at Terrigal there. Let's run through, of course, the list of winners for each of the awards. Nizzy cleaning up uh, with four awards on the night. Fans player of the year, OSC player of the year, the Damian Brown medal, and of course, the big one, the Mariners medal. Beyond deserved. Yeah. Tick, 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 <laughs> tick. 100%. He's been sensational this season. He's yeah. been so good. And we missed him when he wasn't. And you know what? He probably hasn't even been at 100% of what he can do no, this no. season. 
But it struck me that we had less control during that period and don't think it's a coincidence that I think most of those results in our little slump, if that's what you want to call it, Mm. were when Niz was not able to be there and have that control, that influence that he does have in the midfield. So he's still super underrated if you ask me. Yeah. Could be uh, from the bleachers for the Johnny Warren. I'd love to say yes, but I just don't think he gets the recognition. No, I don't think he does either. Outside of. But I think he should. Of course, yeah. I think it'll probably be McLaren because I'm. You know. I'm I mean, I'm low key glad that he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> you know, we might not have had him this season if if you know people rated him as he should be. Mm. But, but I mean, yeah, j- just yeah, Mister Consistent, Mister Reliable. He's eight or nine out of ten every week, and he's added goals to his game this season. Mm. Yeah. Goals, and I mean, the amount of work he obviously does defensively, yeah. winning the ball back. The amount of work he does off the ball, the amount of work he does going forward as well, which I think is something that gets way overlooked. Like the amount of times he picks up the ball and moves forward, drives it. forward. Yeah, yeah. It, that's it's just he does everything. Mm. He does everything, and uh, he's. I think he turns twenty four. I think relatively soon. It's I hard to think. believe he's still twenty four. It's crazy. It feels like he's been around forever. Because I mean, he's 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 played. I think he's played ninety one games. So he'll he'll hit the hundred game mark very early next season for mm. us. Mm. And then you count the games in the academy. It's probably. 150, 180, somewhere around that that he's played for for us all up. Mm. Um, yeah, it's such a good story. And mm. I, I mean, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because it's it's like where is his career going to go? Mm. Because you feel like it could go so much higher, but is anyone going to look at it? And is I mean, I'm noticing him. Yeah. yeah, like I've I've had plenty of conversations with him you know, in the past and even after last season or sort of halfway through last season when he was starting to get some recognition here and then obviously obviously he has an agent and all that sort of stuff and starting to sort of put the feelers out. And, you know, he said there were clubs in Europe that were looking, but then as soon as they saw the light, they just walked away, like essentially. But I bet, yeah, if they come back and watch highlights again, they go, oh, hang on. <laughs> come back and watch him in person. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just incredible. I, I, I don't... You know, for his sake, I, I I hope you know you know something happens and this off season, I don't want him to go. Obviously, clearly, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I hope he gets a move and an opportunity to test himself overseas at a decent level. Maybe after next season he can go. Yeah, because yeah. when have we got? Do we sign him another two years? He's yeah, end of end of twenty five or something. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get if he goes this off season, we'll get a really good fee, obviously. Mm. Um, but. Yeah. Even if he goes next off season, we'll still get a fee. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I just hope someone someone takes a gamble, like Monty did, like he does with a lot of other players. Someone just give him a chance. Like I don't know where. Like even I don't know. Even like a Japan. Yeah. He, I like. I feel like he would go relatively well, or or you know, you know, sort of somewhere where it's not it's not too physical straight away, where he's not going to get. I was going to go, go the other the other way here because even in somewhere like Scotland, with his work rate, and yeah. he's surprisingly strong. Yeah, and he is. He is circle, to be fair to him. Yeah. But that turning circle, that, that mm. some of the best players in the world have that turning circle that he yeah. has, and, and the way he gets out of bloody positions and that with the exactly. ball, like it's it's like you should lose the ball there, mm. but he doesn't. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, mm. and I feel like in the position that he plays in, we've got one of the youngest back of the midfields in this competition, probably in just about any um, you know primary competition, mm. premier competition in any country. I feel like players in central defensive and central midfield positions are likely 
likely to be at their best in those positions in their late 20s. So I think he's still got the chance for those opportunities to arise in his mid-20s mm. as he starts to become a really dominant force in the midfield, which he's really starting to show now. Mm. So, you know, over this next year, if he can extend that the way he has in the last couple, then I, I, I don't think there's much doubt that there'll be somebody swooping because uh, – yeah, he's re- he's turning heads um, mm. in this competition, um, where you know people are starting to realise that we've probably got among the best midfield pairings and backup for that. In so the underrated, like him and Ballard. Mm, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Maxi is super underrated. Yeah, like honestly, yeah. he does not get anywhere near the attention he deserves. No, no. no. But all of and the, like, the yeah, and like Max is not one. How old's Max now? 20, 21, 22. 20, yeah, he, a kid. He, like another good season here. Mm. He's off surely. Yeah, surely. But yep. your Hutches and Montes, which right. might be the you know best mid- back of the midfield combination we've ever had, they mm. were way up more experienced and older than them pair. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so th- they've still got a, a long period in their careers to make that opportunity. So, yeah, I, I mean, there's I, no I other players it. who like who's as consistent as a midfield in that sort of a similar position. That's Australian and around that age, it's probably Aiden O'Neill. Who's, yep. st- who's still young despite, like, you look at he was obviously over at Villa when he was young mm. and then did he come back to Brisbane and then come here? Or was he – I can't remember. I feel like he played for Brisbane for some for some reason, but he was obviously here definitely mm. and then has, in, has ended up in Melbourne but s- still young even though he's been around for a while. He's probably, been class this season. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and added finishing to yeah. his probably game as well. him, uh, Thurgate, mm. who was – in a better team, would shine more. Mm. Um, and then Jake Brimmer, probably the other three Australian midfielders around the same age as Niz that are, uh, have got that, you know, sort of a quality. Mm. But you don't – you very rarely hear his name mentioned, you know, in other circles. Like it's – yeah, it's very frustrating for, for us that obviously love him. So I I really hope he gets an opportunity elsewhere. Mm. Still think his time's going to come. It yeah. will. Yep. Yeah. I have no doubt. Go Niz. <laughs> Uh, volunteer of the year went to Carolyn Sudis. Mate, the amount of work these people put in. <laughs> Should have been Aaron. Should have been Moz. Should have been Moz. Don't start that bloody banner again. <laughs> Should have been Moz. Crikey. You guys know I'm a part-time. Who else is going to hand out the loose cannon? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. And then I run away when kick It'll be comes. automated soon. There'll just be a machine. Exactly. It'll be, like a, it'll be like a QR code on the wall. As long as the machine <laughs> yeah, is like forward. a robot in the you form of Moz. <laughs> <laughs> Cut out. Cut no, out no, I'll mods. just stand there with a QR code tattooed on my forehead and <laughs> it'll be sweet. I'm surprised it's not a QR code yet, to be honest. Well, I've actually, you know, suggested that that could be a thing, but at the same time... Oh, I'm, you'll I'm, be out of a job. What are you doing? Well, I'm <laughs> trying to make himself redundant. <laughs> Mate, yeah. people collect this stuff, so... And uh, at the you moment... You want to pay it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is it four-week salary for every year that you've been there as Absolutely. a volley? That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's zero Let's times do the sum. Portion of your long service leave and yeah. <laughs> make sure you use all your sick leave before you do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, yes. I'm on annual leave most weeks. <laughs> uh, goal of the season, Marco Tullio. Jets at home. Yep. Yeah. Tick. Yeah. Easy. Yep. The only Easy. one that maybe came close to that one for me was uh, Garang against Western at home. In the six-yard box. In the six-yard yeah. box. First touch to Into the roof of the net. kill it dead. Yeah. Yeah. And scores from like the tightest of tight angles. Yeah. Mm. I like a good team goal to be goal of the season, but you can't beat the bloody Tulio. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. tough yeah. to beat. Was yeah. the coming goes um, no back lift, uh, far top corner, 
Uh, I think it was yeah. I think it was in year? there. I think it was nominated. Was yeah, it? it was in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was up there close. But mm. speaking of the cum dingo, uh, Golden Boot, of course, shock horror, shock horror, <laughs> yeah. and we love it. Uh, still couldn't catch up to Danny McBreen though. No, but the number nine we've been screaming out for 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 years, ten years since we had Danny. Yeah, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, exactly what we needed, and mm. been fun to have here as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, newcomer of the year went to Nectar Triantis. Oh my god, he's, he's another one. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be his last award. What yeah, the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we can hold on to him this off season, I think we can get ourselves very lucky. Yeah, this absolutely. kid is special. Kid is an absolute freak. Yeah, he's a talent. He's 19, man. Mm. 19, mm. and he does what he does. Yep. And it's just stupid. We've <laughs> said it, and Monty said it as well. Future soccer is captain. Oh, if like. It's a if we don't get a million bucks for him straight up, <laughs> million dollar transfer off the bat, yeah, and then put the sell on on after it, yeah, 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 like straight away, yeah, just based I on mean, recent, why yeah, not? You pull together his highlights from this season, uh, and it's you show that to a number of bigger clubs, they'll mm. go, what the heck, nineteen year old that's six foot, whatever he is, mm. and the way he plays, how calm he is, how confident he is. Mm. Sometimes he gets a bit overconfident. A little bit, yeah. A little a, bit. And a little I was going to say there's a few moments of his game that he can work on. Yeah. Um, but that yeah. will come with experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's, he's, he's incredible. Rapidly developing his shithousery. Given, he, given oh, the Adelaide fans a three-finger salute. Oh, after. yes. <laughs> the the, the, the three-finger, the three-nil when he was getting shit from the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the Mikkel Tudze one. Uh, yeah. After he elbows him on halfway and but he knocks him over and then Mikkel Tudze is like, oh, no, my shoulder. Uh, and then as the free <laughs> kick's waiting to be taken, Trantis goes up and just squeezes his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Mikkel Tate blows up at him. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Oh love it. Love Freak it. footballer and a smart ass. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Uh, players player of the year, also Marco Tullio. Yep. Fair. You can see where those votes are coming from and why. Yep. Yeah. I was somebody I would have in my team every day of the week. Yep. He was very close to um, uh, Mariners medal actually as well, Tullio. Doesn't surprise me because mm-hmm. he's just kept rising and he still is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that rise continues for about one, two, three, four weeks, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and again, he's 24, 25. Yeah, 25 or tw- yeah, 25 or 26, yeah. Like, 25. All our visas are so young There's the in, in comparison we to others. We bring him here, do good business with him. Get good value well, out of this, them. It's exactly what Rich said in the preseason. It was well, they have that, um, not a rule, but you know, well, I guess it is a rule where they'll only sign players or visa players under twenty five. Mm. I think he said absolutely twenty four. So, yeah. like, here's another one that that's easily another player we make very good money on. Yeah, and I, I saw someone, I think it was on a Mariners post, some full time one, or you know, like that we finished second or whatever, and they were saying, you know, we. We need to stop selling players, and yeah, we are a selling club. That's our position that's, in the football. That's landscape. the yeah. business model. That's what we are. Got to get used to. We it. are a selling club. You're going to have some players come here. They'll be here, be here for a season or two. You'll fall in love with them, and then they'll go. Mm. That's what we are. But but I heard Dave Davutovich talking about how he once was had a sixty sixty thousand euro a sixty thousand euro release clause or a. I can't remember what kind of money was expected to drag him out of where he was playing in Portugal. So we've got the knack of picking these players who are not at their best right now but have the potential or have had the potential mm. and uh, we keep doing it. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Monty could be talking it up but, you know, he's he's always said 
when he was younger, they were putting a future price tag on him of like bloody 40 mil or something. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. But why is he even – how did we get him here? Well, Monty. Monty and Sergio. Yeah. The, the, Probably mostly Sergio to be fair. You have to <laughs> with, think yeah. with the Portugal bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Sergio's been – Goalkeeping coach probably helped as well with his Portuguese. And, true. Yeah. 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 Sergio's a huge asset. Yeah. A huge asset. Obviously, Monty needs to get a lot of, you know, the credit, but Sergio goes a bit like a Nisbet, goes mm. very much not spoken of. And he's happy to do that too. He loves it. He yeah. does not want an interview. He does not want to talk to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> We've tried to get anything. him on the pod a couple of times. He's lovely like, no, no, bloke. No, 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 no. <laughs> lovely guy. We'll have a chat. I love him dearly. After Adelaide, yeah. after the final, we were having a chat to that. him for a long time. Yeah. Just more than bloody personable, but does not want any of the credit. Mm. But mm. I will give it to him. Such a smart guy as well. Yeah, yeah. nosy stuff. Yeah, former yeah. Portuguese Navy. Really, not to be messed with. Yeah, yeah. don't fuck with Serge. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what a team. Well, have you seen the way he spoke speaks to Marcelo yeah. whenever <laughs> whenever he gets the shits with him? He is screaming in Portuguese. At and him. you know what? what? Was, I'm back in Serge. What was the what was the other game with? Other oh, Knicks game over in Wellington where there was that big. Post game blow up and Sergio oh, was right in the middle of it. Oh yes, screaming yes, yes, at everybody. Yes, yes. Yeah, what yeah. What about um, when we had uh, John Aloisi at uh, a Western United game and you can hear him <laughs> saying on the bench, Cabron, spitting out the Spanish because because Aloisi can speak Spanish. Yeah, I doubt he's directing that at Monty's. Yeah, yeah. Well, how many languages? I think it's five or six languages. Oh, stupid amount. You can translate for Benny. You can translate for Tulio. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Maybe for Cummings. I don't know. I don't know. Someone needs. To for <laughs> <laughs> what uh, a team, though! They, they're, they're the best coaching team in the comp. Yeah, like, yeah. All this stuff if he doesn't about, get coach of the year, I don't, I don't know. Oh, shut it down! It's well, done. it's just the usual uh, thing yeah. that Mariners don't get rewarded. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even talking to Macca McBreen on on Sunday night, he was saying like, if if Monty doesn't get coach of the year this year, um, what do you say? I'm running naked down the street of Terrigal. Oof. <laughs> Dear me, <laughs> I don't think people will be happy with that. Hope I'll be in, hopefully I'll be in Nararo when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to struggle to run as well. He snapped his Achilles. Oh. Mm. So Is this why he was in the cast on Paramount recently, yes. wearing shorts? And yep. Oh, actually, some people movement. were blowing up going, why is he in shorts? This isn't very professional. Yeah, so he's How done his do Achilles. Uh, he was <laughs> in training to go around in the MPL again. Oh. oh mate, he's 48,000 years old. He's 40, 46 <laughs> this year. Um, someone talked him into it and he, was, he said he was feeling good, uh, went to take off into a sprint and pop. Well, so... That's the end of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's, no, there's no sense in worrying about these, you know, late career injuries. It can happen to anyone as they get older. <laughs> did, any, did, anyone, did anyone see Jurgen Klopp do a hammy trying to burn the fourth official in a game on the weekend? That was, that yeah. was, that was great karma, by the way. That, exactly. That could have happened to McBreen just as easily. So <laughs> uh, coaching's just as dangerous. Best wishes to, to Macca, of course, as well. Hope the uh, surgery and recovery goes well. Um, Coach's award uh, at the Mariners medal is Brian Kaltak. I mean, the list goes on of good signings and players that have been given an opportunity and just gone leaps and bounds out of nowhere. Nobody gave him an opportunity except for Monty and Sergio and us. And look, look what's happened. One of, if not the best, uh, centre back in the league easily. Dare I say that he and I does will die on that hill before anyone in this room opens their mouth? <laughs> he does. Some of his performances have polarized some uh, of our fan base. He's had some shockers. He's had some absolute shockers, no, and I'm still not buying it. Not buying it. 
his his last couple of games have been absolutely immense. Melbourne City, Newcastle, Adelaide, all yeah. absolutely nearly faultless. Him and Chuantis has a partnership. Has been good. Has oh, been good. Excellent. There's been a couple yeah. of moments where he has had a couple of brain explosions that have cost us, mm. I think. A um, couple of moments where his distribution has been lacking, but on the whole, he's had a good season. Yeah. Yeah, defensively, I mean, the amount of sort of last-ditch uh, runs and that he makes and tackles that he makes. Um, well, look at the one tracking back uh, at home against Melbourne City. So quick. City, I think, the yeah, other week. So quick. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. I would not have got that earlier in the season. No, I wouldn't uh, have picked I would not yeah. have picked that at all. No. no. Uh, you know, I I agree some sometimes his distribution can be a little bit wayward. I think there was there was maybe two or three did in the first half against Adelaide that just went straight to an Adelaide player and they <laughs> yeah. went. It was just like what were you even trying to do there? Uh, um but on the whole, yeah, that that whole partnership with him and Triantis I think has been awesome. Mm. Um and yeah, just to just to see someone like that that's never played a professional football before coming in and do what he's done mm. is yeah it's been awesome. Mm. I think he's been a little bit unlucky at times. I don't think he deserved all the reds. I'm not going to go through them and nominate the ones he did or didn't deserve. Yeah. But um he yeah and his distribution at times has been, you know, interesting. Um I didn't mind his distribution uh, what was it uh Caltech header to Silvera for the tertiary assist mm. to Cummings to the so what <laughs> is that, a, that sort what, of what stuff. do you call a quad assist? Yeah, <laughs> he had that. Um, Caltech that to sort of Sil- stuff, that Silvera like aggressive, to, you know, sort of play like his buddy physicality. That's the sort of stuff that mm. that's what I like. Yeah. That's the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So attacking the ball like like his inexperience, I guess, at this level. Uh, the the red card he got the. Studs over the ball one the that was one. at home, at home. everyone was yep. kind of blown up. Yep. I was, I sort of went off at the time, I think, as well. But you watch it back and you go, in that position where you were on the field, is there a need to make that mm. tackle? No. no. So that's where he'll obviously get more and more experience at this level and just to be a bit smarter. Even there was yeah. – I mean, there was a free kick he gave away against Perth away earlier in the season where it was right on the edge of the 18. He's not used his body – well at all he's mm. dragged the player down yeah um but he's improved on that yeah and you know, i think his body position's gotten a lot better um and i think you know he'll be better for the season yeah. um he'll be he'll go again next season better player but, but you know I, I, I do feel like he he sort of developed this bit of a reputation for getting in there a bit aggressively and then maybe was a little bit of a victim of that um the Sydney game stands out for me. I don't think that was ever a red, and mm, yeah. um, so, and I feel like that made it seem like there's this uh, sort of an accumulation thing going on there, a bit like Aaron Kunda maybe, um, where that 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 kind of play was was in him. Um, whereas I, I didn't feel he deserved that, but but yeah, that one at home was that hurt a bit, so mm. and wasn't necessary. So, but overall, I think Monty's done what he's done with a lot of other players, um, and we could. Well, you know, we could go through the entire team list and we probably will at the end of the season and uh, rate most of them, you know, in the highs mm. towards the 10. Yeah, because, I'm gonna, uh, I think we're going to have to start working on, on report <laughs> cards or something. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of good report cards though, the way things are going and the way things have gone. So, And he's getting a good report from me. Good student but disruptive. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ducks of the school. <laughs> But, uh, That's good. But nevertheless, good. Uh, and finally, the Chairman's Award went to the Mariners' all-time leading goal scorer and seven-time Golden Boot winner, Matthew Simon. 
<laughs> well, he's, uh, he's done. He's won quite a. F- he's worn, just hanging around, basically. <laughs> he's worn quite Chasing a few hats. Actually, up the ch- yeah. <laughs> well, that was a good one. Um, uh, no, he's he's done a lot of things with player welfare. Um, yeah. He's actually been head of recruitment. Um, he's the perfect guy to have around. He's also he now director of football. Director, well, director yeah. of football. Yeah. yeah so so. Um, he was head of recruitment, um, and now he's taken on the entire sort of director of football role. As well, yeah. he's the perfect guy to have around. Mm. Obviously, knows the club, knows the coast. I think knows, the player welfare thing went really unnoticed as that's well. That's big as well. And knows, it's been massive. Knows what's expected. Mm. Um, is yeah, I think probably a much smarter guy than what a lot of people give him credit for as well. <laughs> they saw what they saw on the football pitch and went, oh, "It's just a bit of a mm. meathead or whatever." But he's not. Mm. Mm. So yeah, well deserved. Yeah. In spite of his insistence, he doesn't know how to use a photocopier. <laughs> I think that's maybe a facade to get him out of the admin side of things. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Coast Football Ramble Podcast. You boys come up with a good question. It is that time of the week, of course, where we answer your questions. And as always, thank you for all your submissions across Facebook and the ccmfans.net forum because no one asked anything on Twitter or Instagram. So thanks. Everyone probably unfollowed. <laughs> These guys don't exist anymore. Three months in the <laughs> wilderness. Yeah, they're yeah, following most relevant as opposed to, uh, yeah, sad. Um, we are back though. So um, shout out to us. <laughs> <laughs> Whisper out to us. <laughs> uh, starting with uh, Johnny Needham. Johnny this week says, you guys have got some explaining to do. <laughs> Where have you been? Your mother and I have been worried sick. <laughs> Uh, Johnny says, I was just about to start my own pod. Just bloody glad that you're back. Uh, He wants to know about the Cummings leaving rumours. We have kind of touched on that at the start of the show. Are there any names being thrown around for potential signings in the off-season? Nothing that we've heard yet. It's a bit early for that really, isn't it? Let us us get through finals first. Let us win it and then, yeah. (laughs) But we hope that we might have some of those kinds of things after that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's a few, you know... Just little wafts coming through. There's nothing substantial. <laughs> a few wafts. <laughs> wafts. Is that a football term? Wafts. Um, and is Pete finding someone to fill in as the ground announcer for the home semi-final so he can lead by 16 in a blue and yellow spandex suit? No one wants to see that, Johnny. Ooh, that last bit sounds a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know I've put on a couple since we last podcast. That's exactly what I meant. I was, I was just imagining you in the Kathy Freeman suit. <laughs> yes. Going up to light the Mariner's flame. Please wear the hood. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> on your marks. <laughs> oh, probably not quite as quick, but... Uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Send me on the pitch at halftime. Yeah, maybe that's the halftime entertainment for this week or next week or whenever it is. Are you racing Marvin? <laughs> I think you might have me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Scotty McGee wants to know if we have any inside info into arrivals or departures. Stop asking us these so questions. So many rumours. Scotty, oh, who do you think we are? Uh, Coast football rumour mill? We're, wind, we're winding the organ, but so far we're not getting the monkey to dance. <laughs> I, heard, uh, I heard Lewis Nani's free. <laughs> I heard uh, Messi's leaving PSG at the end of the season <laughs> yeah. too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, or possibly contract renewals. Nothing as yet, but watch this space. Because uh, I think the only players off contract are Vuka, 
Yaren and Tulio. Hmm. Don't you be going nowhere, Tulio. Now, one of those players I know has a one-year option on his contract. Yeah, which I feel like, given the way he's finished the season, will extend it. Yeah, we may as well. Yeah, Vuk has got a one-year yeah, option, thinking. and he has been sensational. Surely. Like, I feel like I feel like Yaren will probably go. Yeah. Just though that's just a if completely- that happens especially. A completely- Gut feel, actually, just because yeah. One rumor that we have heard is Jack Wachowski, who is the backup Wanderers keeper, um, uh, or third choice Wanderers keeper, um, possibly coming in. Um, he's eighteen, I want to say, um, decent enough at MPL level from what I've seen. Um, I wouldn't expect him to replace any of our MPL keepers unless one of them goes. Uh, but he could be a replacement for Yaren unless Pat Beach steps up. Mm. I mean, I, I like Yaren, I haven't seen him play enough to form a proper opinion, I guess, but he's hardly played a game of football in two seasons. And well, yeah. just looking across the board, I hope he doesn't go there, but you look at Newcastle, they cannot get any worse than what they've got. There's no goalkeepers up there. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, Jack Duncan and, and Michael Wire. Just weird. Uh-uh. No. Neither of them. That bad, not good. So cost them points this season. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Remember they, when that was a thing? <laughs> they should be paying <laughs> Newcastle to play there. <laughs> so, like, you know, you look at a club like that and you go, surely Yaren, given his age and how sort of little he's, he's played, yeah. like, surely he wants an opportunity. He'll take whatever he can get. He's sort like, of been second string everywhere he's gone because he was at Melbourne City for a while. He was second yeah. string there as well. So, yeah, look, lovely guy. I'd love to keep him. Um, mm. Fantastic in the, in the sheds apparently, but – just all depends what he wants from Yeah, if, he, if he's happy to stay <laughs> as a number two, then more power to him. You yeah. know, some goalkeepers go through their entire career like that. Yeah. Um, but some want more. Mm. We know an opportunity is going to come up in the next year or two. So Yeah, that's the thing. Does he does he stay around till Vuka retires? Well, so I assume he's going to have one more and then probably be done. Mm. Mm. And then does he fight for that number one spot? Who knows? In saying that, I would be more than confident with uh, Pat Beach. Pat as Beach, yeah. Back up. Yeah, yeah, fantastic young talent. Nathan Seacombe on Facebook, whose speech was the best on Sunday at the medal dinner and why was it Pete Pryor's? <laughs> I didn't really give as much of a speech. I didn't know I was expected to, to say anything. I got asked to present the Fans Player of the Year Award and um, so I had nothing prepared. Um, so I just went up there and said, I'll keep it short and sweet. The winner of the Macca's Fans Player of the Year Award is Josh Nisbet. And, um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> Up to the stage, face with the microphone, no preparation. Hmm. Well, <laughs> it doesn't sound like, like you, a, Pete. It's not like I speak for a living or anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You obviously now, did you know what night, you were though. doing when you said short yeah. and sweet? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't opened the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Surely someone could have warned you. Uh, no, uh, I had no idea. No one told me who was winning it. And look, I didn't... I didn't even think about it until like two hours later and went, oh, shit. Ah, I hope. No, surely they didn't. No one would have. Someone did. No, but what if? (laughs) (laughs) So I spent uh, the last couple of days agonizing over that. Mm. Uh, Anyway, we move on. The A-League usurped you anyway by making constant posts about (laughs) (laughs) I think they've taken numpties. Fair dinkum. Give it a rest, idiots. Uh, Blake Hepworth, how good is it to see how proud the people of Vanuatu are of Brian Keltak? I love it. 
Yeah, so do I. They seem to follow him everywhere. There was even there was a whole there was a big group in Adelaide as well. There was, yeah, yeah. Because obviously yeah. he he played in Adelaide for uh, was it oh, Bogart Bogart, or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they've got I think they've got two or three players from Vanuatu that they've actually given an opportunity yeah. opportunity to. Um, and that's how he ended up there, I think, because there was a guy from Vanuatu there, somehow got the link, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, every game we go to, there seems to be a nice little group of them, which is cool. I think there, we yeah. also had a bit of a link to Belgrade as well at the time. Uh, yeah, our, one of our academy coaches went there to be head coach or something. Correct, yes, yeah. 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 That's quite a group of, um, of um, Vanuatuans. 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 Mm-hmm. Who are coming? Vanuatians. Don't speak to me like that. I don't know. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> who are coming through the gates wearing the flags and so forth, and um, yeah. I love them. They're fantastic, happy people, and you know they they actually want to stop and talk to me and ask me questions and get all excited about um, what I think of Brian Kautak and That's so good. forth. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So they've been a fantastic addition, if you ask me. Love it. Good stuff. Uh, Eggy Glasgow wants to know what Asian trips we're all hoping for. I think we went through that pretty well. Bali away. Cambodia Wh- second. Whichever one he is not doing for my own safety. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming with you, Eggy. I'll egg Love you, Eggy. <laughs> I'm 100% going with Eggy. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Pete Pryor and Eggy Glasgow. <laughs> Everything. In Cambodia. <laughs> I'll run away when that happens. Myanmar or something. <laughs> Uh, which currently has a do not travel warning uh, for the record <laughs> in Myanmar. So that'd be a challenge for Eggy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sneak over the border from Laos. Exactly. <laughs> You'd probably parachute in there. International incident. <laughs> Another oh, one. God. <laughs> a 37 year old Australian man has been arrested in Myanmar <laughs> <laughs> for jumping the border fence <laughs> with his shirt off. <laughs> A 37-year-old shirtless Australian man (laughs) wearing nothing but a Central Coast Mariners scarf. (laughs) He's out of control. Slapping a weird chest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, it's, it's on. Let's have a quick look at uh, the Coast Football Ramble podcast tipping competition as well as uh, this year's fantasy A-League competition. Starting with the tipping, uh, big congrats to Marty Mariner, uh, who has taken out the regular season uh, in terms of the tipping, finishing five points clear of second spot there with 76 total points racked up during the season. Any idea where the potty boys were on that list, Pete? Uh, You finished eighth. Moz, uh, I am down in 12th, apparently. I thought it was 11th. It's a bit of a fall from grace after I won last year. <laughs> uh, Fred, equal on points with me on 64. Um, scrolling. You won't even find Keep me. Keep scrolling for Luke. As, e- <laughs> as expected. It's not good. Uh, probably haven't done anything since pre-World Cup. Yeah, no, not good. Um, Ha-Ho, he finished second tied with Joyful Mariners, uh, both on 71 points. Uh, JFC, Jesse, uh, Reddies, and uh, finishing with 70 points apiece, I should say. Slumdog Millionaire finishing with 69. Nice. (laughs) I shouldn't advantage my competitors, but um, is this tipping comp over? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Just I, putting it out. Yeah. There. See, I, I can I still try and enter tips on this. Let's uh, 
No, it won't let me enter any more tips. All so right. I would we say, oh, we do know who's playing. So I would yeah, say it's all enough. over Red Rover. All right. Um, no, no. So yeah, congrats, Marty Mariner. Well, yeah, done. well played, Marty. Yeah. Um, as for the Coast Football Ramble Fantasy Competition, Come Dog Millionaire. Um, very appropriate name at this juncture. Uh, finishing top of the pops there, 2,712 points in the end uh, for Daniel Cumdog Millionaire. Um, Haho He, again, second place. Consistency. Very good. And then we got a tie for third, incredibly, uh, between <laughs> myself and Moz with 2,655 points. We didn't pick the same team. No. Not, not even close. But we were competing <laughs> it's, hammer and tong We at were times. going head to head. Sending really banter texts. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I am uh, pleasantly surprised to not only – Apparently beat you, um, <laughs> according to the table, um, but, um, but also finished as high as I did. See, uh, this is why so. I'm against the Keep Up app. We finish on the same points and you get three and I get four. I wonder, I wonder if it's got to do with the team value maybe because um, my team value is 5.7 mil, whereas yours is 5.5. I don't yeah, know. Could yeah, could be. Could um, be. But, um, yeah, huge shout-out to everyone that um, participated this year as well. A um, lot of fun um, with the Fantasy Comp this year. Um, uh, just shy of 100 participants in the end. So, um, yeah, really good fun. Excellent. Luke, how'd you go? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Luke. You can't be like that. Uh, just give it, just scrolling back through the uh, some of, some of the some of the names there is giving me um, yeah some good nostalgic feels there. But um, yeah, I love you, no homo. Let's look ahead to the next couple of weeks. Of course, we have a huge uh, two-legged semi-final coming up in the next couple of weeks. There yet to be determined who we will face. Of course, Adelaide take on Wellington this Friday uh, in uh, Elimination Final 1 and then the Sydney Derby on Saturday in Elimination Final 2. The only team we can't play in the semis is, of course, Wellington. Uh, so our choices are pick your poison. Adelaide, Sydney, or Western Sydney? Fellas, who would you like to face and why? Or who would you prefer to face, I should say? So we can't play Wellington? Not in the semi. The only way we can face them is if they beat Adelaide and then they beat Melbourne City in the semi-final. In the big one. Mm, yeah. yeah, so we can only face them in the big one. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident against all the teams. I agree. That. Like we've got results uh, over all of them, essentially. You know, the last we only played City a couple of weeks ago. If we were to meet them in the grand final, I'd be. Well, I don't know if I'd say confident, but I'd be. I'd be close to it. That on the day would be more than competitive. Um, I'm very confident against Adelaide if we get them in a two-legger. Mm. Um, and Wanderers as well. I mean, Wanderers is kind of funny. I think outside of the Adelaide game, probably our best performance this season was Wanderers away when we towed them up down there. Um, but I think they've, they've gotten a lot better since then too. Yeah, look um, at the second Wanderers away. Yeah, the second Wanderers away was, was rough. Mm. Um, but, yeah, again, though, we've we've shown that we can do it on the day. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident against most of the teams. Luke, in the pick one. <laughs> Who do I want to play? Yeah. I'll say Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I want to play Adelaide as well just because I think we've got the wood on them and we still will have the wood on them. But 
at the same time, I want to save my coin, uh, so I'd prefer Sydney <laughs> or, or Western <laughs> Sydney because it could be the difference between Bali and Cambodia. <laughs> You've got plenty of time to save for that. Um, <laughs> I uh, would prefer Adelaide for the Adelaide away trip, um, but also because we've had the wood over them um, and I think we will continue to do so. I think so too. Mm. Who will we play? I think we'll most likely play Adelaide. Yeah, I think that's the most likely sort of situation out of all of this. I can't see Wellington, who've been poor for the last five or six weeks, um, really posing any sort of threat to them. Yeah. No. yeah. It's going to be the run out of petrol derby between Adelaide and Wellington. Both, <laughs> of, both of them have sort of hit the wall in the last few weeks. And, and don't get me wrong, I am super nervous about playing Adelaide in the semifinals if that's how it plays out. Um, I think they will be reeling um, from that last game of the season down there against them. They will come out firing in that first game um, if we do face them. So, yeah, that's, I say that with trepidation, um, but by the same token, I don't want to play Sydney. I think uh, they've got a lot of big game experience, a lot of experienced players in there that can step up and um, Wanderers, I just don't like them. <laughs> no, I don't like them either. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't know. As we get I know we're closer, supposed to be talking about it, but I don't want to talk about well, it. It's going to be interesting feels though, because I can. I still remember that week of the grand final, and mm. I, and and my wife at the time was saying to me, "Why?" Because I was super confident. We've got this in the bag. We're winning this. Like we have put so much into this. We were so prepared. Mm. We we had the week. We spent some time with the players. The players, for me, they just felt like they, you know, had it. And uh, the, so I, I went to the game without that feeling of nerves. I went to the game confident that, that it would happen. And uh, once uh, Sfani started it up, then there was no doubt after that, was there? So mm. come on, let's do it again. Yeah, that, that week leading up to the grand final, I had that sort of sense of not confidence but just calmness. Yeah, there was not this... Um, I didn't uh, feel, you know, trepidation, uh, didn't feel anxiety, didn't feel the... Yeah, there was a bit of nervousness. But it was more calm than anything else. After a few failed attempts. Yeah, I suppose we'd be, what could possibly go wrong? What I think could we, we lose? <laughs> you go exactly. in expecting the worst. Yeah. Yeah. We'd already had our hearts stabbed out several times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the club earlier, um, in terms of the home leg, um, nearly 4,000 tickets sold already, um, you know, within, what are we, a day of going on sale? Member pre-sale. Member pre-sale. Only 25 hours it was live. Not yeah. We don't bad. even know who we're playing yet and we've sold all these tickets. <laughs> yeah. mm. um, make sure if you do have any issues, don't email the club, don't message them on Facebook, don't message them on Twitter or Instagram. Call them, 4352-7200 or something like that. I don't know, Google the number. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably right. <laughs> I'm Send pretty carrier sure pigeon. Um, right. But um, call them to get your issues resolved because um, it's going to be the quickest, easiest, most efficient way to get it done. Well, that's about all we have time for this week on the Coast Football Ramble Podcast, fellas. It's been a pretty big one, I think it's fair to say. Missed you, boys. <laughs> yeah, missed yeah. you too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's been good getting in a room and chatting shit and um, catching up on all the things we – Love to talk about, especially the APL and Danny Townsend and All Stars games. And uh, 
That's another. That's a special. Episode. <laughs> so you're not saying that our next pod is a preseason pod? Oh shit, no. We've, we're going deep <laughs> in the finals, baby. I think it's going to be a grand final preview. Yeah. Good. Well, I, I think I think we've earned next week off. Um, <laughs> that's big. <laughs> Boys, he's trying to get talk his way out of next week already. <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's, uh, let's see how we go. We might be able to get a special guest on next week ahead of uh, the first mm. leg of the semi-final. So uh, we might... Pre-final special, obviously. Mm. Mm. Yep. Yeah, we probably need to preview it a bit more than we than we did. So, um, well, at least we'll know who we're playing. Let's <laughs> see how this weekend pans out and um, get ready to book your flights to Adelaide, ladies and gents. Mm. But from us here, of course, as always, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's Ramble. Until we see you again, it's uh, love you. See ya. Bye. Right here, right now, right here. Wing yeah. it. What Wing could it. possibly go wrong? Wing Everything. Wing it is best.